0: Welcome back, folks, to Two Bits One Puck. I'm your host, Mr. Intangibles, my wife's corner man, and a monkey doctor, Dan Masters, with my good friend, a man who slanders Takeshi's Castle's General Lee, and a man who's excited for hockey for about 20 minutes. Love you, human. Will, how are you doing? I'm,
1: I'm, I'm on a massive calm down now, Dan, as I've, I've had my hockey enjoyment for all of uh, four periods, and, and now, now I'm just done. Fucking again.
0: <laughs> we all know that no one loves hockey more than hockey fans, and we all know that no one hates hockey more than hockey fans.
1: It's, it's, just, it's just bad, isn't it? It's just everything about it, apart from... If we could get to a point where it's just sticks and pucks floating around, that would be all right. It's the fucking conservative Saxon meat that are swinging those sticks that are the issue, isn't it?
0: We'll get onto that in a bit. We'll get the... Uh, there's a couple of little tiny, stupid bits I want to get out of the way first. I think we'll uh, we'll get onto that when we uh, when we come back from this, for the start of the show. Have you... um? You enjoyed what you watched so far. Is it anything? Anything caught your eye? The the one bit of VAR. I know we
1: don't call it VAR, but the one <laughs> bit of VAR I saw in a, it was in the Hurricanes Capitals game. That went. That was that was the correct decision, which pleased me. For the Trojan Gold did you see us? Yes. Yes. Yeah, with the older. I thought because I just tuned in as that was happening, so I thought, oh, "Fucking, here we go." That's not getting given because why would it? why would you give a good goal when you could take it off the board so that that pleased me Um, I, I, I did enjoy the the Flyers-Penguins game on Tuesday night I, I thought it was a good a good jaunt yeah obviously not fucking it's not going to be up there for one of the best games of the season but it was it was a good laugh it was some nice goals some nice moves and that yeah like it's it's been it's been it's been perfectly normal do you know what I mean like the the bits of like NBA exhibition that I've caught have felt a bit weird that's felt yeah, you know, very much like they're playing basketball games at this. has just felt like whatever. I've not noticed any difference. How about you?
0: Yeah, the same. It was it's kind of funny really. It's um I was trying to think of what I could compare it to, but I could not I couldn't I couldn't think of anything that was maybe it's just you look forward to a I don't know, you go out for a meal or something on a Saturday, you've been like eating really healthy all week, you've been having salads, and you go out and you think, right, I'm gonna have chips and a burger. I can't wait. I've eaten healthy all week. All of it in a salad and you know, like wholemeal breads and all this really good stuff, and then you have your chips and your burger, and you just go, Yeah, that was a chips and a burger. Okay, that's yeah, that's what it is. And this was the same, I was so excited for these exhibition games, and like you say, after a few periods, I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm just watching hockey. Okay, yeah, I get it. I think, I think <laughs>
1: for that first game back though, and and I still feel it even now, like old Joe's aside, like it does feel like we've got hockey back after the summer. You know yeah. those first few games in October. You're like, "Fucking here we fucking go." Yeah, NHL's back. Let's do it. And I have missed it. It's nice to. It's nice to actually see, even though it's not meaningful hockey yet. It is nice to see it happening in front of us again. It's, especially yes. with like, like. Sorry to cut you off. Like, there's the added thing of, oh yeah, so and so got a fucking traded. Like, oh, Patrick Marlowe's on on the Penguins. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. this <there's, laughs> this and the other, It's like. It's like having an off-season, but you're not told about any of the off-season moves. So you forget about it all. And they oh, yeah, cool, all this stuff. Cody Egan's a jet. Sweet. That's that's interesting.
0: I think you're right. It is that kind of, you get to the end of the off-season and hockey starts. And for the first two weeks, you're just consuming as much as you can. And then you think, well, I'm going to look at the standings till February then. That's that for now. So. You don't really pay attention to it again, really, until, like I say, like February or yeah. like early March. So to, at least after
1: Christmas, we're like, okay, I better start thinking about what other teams are doing.
0: Yeah, I better start looking at how many games out we are or how many games ahead we are in that kind of thing. But but this is like a really the,
1: condensed version. I watched
0: the Panthers-Lightning game. Yeah, I watched. And I
1: d- no, no, it was the Carolina Capitals game I watched.
0: Let's Let's just hope that... <laughs> Let's just hope that Cranville said to the boys, you know what? Don't go crazy out there. Just get you, you know, get your wind. Let's see how you do. Don't worry about it too much because, because fucking hell. And I'm not taking too much from these games. I really don't think they have any indication at all. I really don't. It's just warm up games. But fucking hell. The Panthers looked rough. And Bobrovsky looked rough against the Lightning.
1: I was just gonna say from the sounds of it, um, Old Sergei didn't necessarily yeah, invest his time very wisely during lockdown, shall we say. Didn't didn't change it up that much compared to what he was doing during the season.
0: I would I would say none of them did. But do you know what? I cannot it was either the, the Lightnings first or second goal. And I'm sure it was Braden Point who scored. But you know when you hear the phrase like it was a stretch pass and you know, like they threaded like you can imagine Joe Thornton doing this sort of five, six years ago, where he threads the eye of a needle and he can only get the he moves the puck like ninety feet down the ice in one swift move. And yeah. it kind of seems to it somehow seems to move in midair and bounce over a player's stick, then go under a player's skate, then in between a player's legs, and it suddenly finds his guide to score. I wish I could say that for this goal, <laughs> but it wasn't. There was just like there was just a chasm. A chasm. In between the lines. I do not I can't remember who made the pass. But I mean Braden Point just you know, he just got it at the uh the Panthers blue line and just went in and scored. But I was just looking at it thinking, Fucking hell, that is unbelievably bad defensive work. It was terrible.
1: I I saw one of the lightning goals, I don't know who scored it, but fucking it's from the uh from the right dot and there's like two fucking Panthers the players screening Sergei Brobovsky like they're in a fucking three legged race together.
0: Is it done where he didn't even move?
1: Didn't, didn't even think about moving. There's like fucking sixty percent of the goal just wide open for whoever's taking a mistaken shot. It's like
0: wow. Do you know what? Yeah, he didn't he didn't even move his head to look. He didn't seem to want to even look around the players or even try <laughs> to he just sat there with the players in it's front right. of him and said, Well, I'm I'm sat here now. I mean I'll, what else can I do?
1: I'll wait for them there to move. Math. Don't don't mind me. Yeah. The thing, like on the exhibition schedule, and like I think, I think that Panthers performance really sort of epitomizes the potential issues that you're going to get from that. Every team's only getting one exhibition game before they're either going into this fucking fake round robin shit or something that's a bit more important than the qualifiers for the playoffs. In these unprecedented times, like the fucking most annoying catchphrase of all time, but one exhibition game to then go into you know, one set which is definitely meaningful hockey games and another set that the NHL is trying to convince you are meaningful hockey games. That's, like, if if I'm the, if I'm the Panthers fucking management group or coaching group, i will be like, we're fucked. We're utterly fucked. How do you, uh, have they got their first game? Yeah, how do you, how do you go in Saturday after just getting spanked 5-0 and deserving to be spanked 5-0 and have any, what fucking game one's going to be another, another warm-up game? (laughs)
0: It wasn't even a good five nil. <laughs> it was a very bad five 0 no.
1: <laughs> Not even, not even like a a, a nice even a five nil that you can be happy with. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know. I, I can see there's going to be I can see there being a ton of injuries, a ton of injuries. Yeah. yeah especially soft tissue stuff.
1: i hadn't would thought about that. And and then when do you think most like
0: hamstring groin injuries, all that kind of shit, like plays busting a gut, like for the first time, <laughs> properly busting a gut.
1: I reckon you're going to get a bunch of goalies go down as well because most teams have done like a half and half for this exhibition thing, haven't they? So you're going to go into game one of of the playing round, and no goalies had fucking sixty minutes. Something about for for four months.
0: I can see it. I can see it happening where they've got extra skaters available for the playoffs, and it's still not enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna they going to so, be like, well, we kind of need some emergency call-ups here because we're down to sort of, like, 12 skaters. Cause all someone's going to
1: go through fucking 32 players,
0: like. Because <laughs> they're just not, like, playing proper hockey. I'm not sure what to do.
1: I reckon you're right. And and with the goalies again, like, where it's going to be such a substandard level of hockey, like, it's going to be so end-to-end, I reckon. These goalies are going to get a fucking workout. You're right. Oh, and the Stars have fucking Ben Bishop in there. Jesus fucking Christ. It's, it's over. Don't don't pick the stars to win the goal because Big Bishop's gonna fucking die. Um,
0: Alright, before we get on to the uh, the start of the show, I did want to mention one quick thing I saw that absolutely blew my socks off yesterday. And apologies, hockey fans, it's got nothing to do with hockey. But oh, Will thanks. of all the people who were getting a tell-all document a documentary on Netflix, did you think one of them would be Nicholas Anelka? Is he? Mate. <laughs> yeah
1: fucking nicky and elka tell me the story mate
0: i know but nicholas and elka come on
1: i think he's an interesting he's an interesting character though isn't he he's had an interesting career mate. One of. One of mate,
0: i stand correct i stand corrected then i stand corrected i mean
1: yeah I, I, I get you like fucking nicholas and elka who's thought who has thought about nicholas and elka in the last five years i don't think fucking anyone has if if they if they hone in on the fact that one of the best strikers in world football spent a majority of his career at Bolton fucking Wanderers, that that's interesting to me. And like all the club bouncing around when he was young and stuff like that,
0: like mate, it wasn't even when he was young. He had it, it, he had something like ten clubs in a fifteen year career, hmm.
1: and, which, and is that to cra- me... which
0: is crazy. And so... it wasn't just a case of he had like three clubs at the end. No, it was every single every like he was at a club for like no more than two seasons usually and then he was shipped off somewhere else
1: he he was more of a like a club hopper than Zlatan is
0: yeah that's true actually like
1: Zlatan wishes he was fucking Nicky and Elka and, and the thing with Nicholas and Elka is, is the interesting part where it wasn't until he came back to Chelsea where suddenly everyone was like oh yeah Nicholas and fucking shit up like it's just, it's just so weird He's he's a weird guy he's a very old man yeah i, 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 I give what but
0: i can't I, I can't see it just being i can't see it being just a kind of i mean yeah he was super talented but sometimes he was a bit of a cunt so we have to sell him i just can't see it being more than that stretched over 2 hours that's, i mean like what else is there to say yeah. clearly that was clearly that's the problem teams don't have this world class player on their hands and then just sell him for nothing do they for no reason
1: Right, we want to do a uh, an association football version of The Last Dance. Okay, perfect. The most po- popular sport in the entire world, uh, with the most <laughs> popular sporting documentary premise in the entire world. Perfect. Which player can we do it on? Right, we're down to either Nicholas and Elka or David Bentley. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> do you know what? I wondered who your second one was going to be. Bentley is a great choice. It <laughs> <Great laughs> just, just
1: came to me. Came to me out of the blue.
0: I mean,. For anybody listening as well, that is a deep cut. That is a deep cut, David Bentley.
1: <laughs> Not that deep for me, Dan. When you when you wake up screaming at three forty five every morning. With <laughs> <hearing, laughs> just four, what, four one flashing in your head. Was it four one or was it four all? I can't uh, fucking yeah, against Tottenham. Yes, the game against Tottenham where he scored that absolute fucking belter and just went yeah, played the all. played the game as life. Because yeah, we we're, were four one, oh, and, and you yeah.
0: were winning four two, and that there was, was two it. minutes left, two minutes of injury time left, oh, <laughs> and what? you drew four all. I, twat. I can only assume. I can only assume that, like, it was a net, obviously it's a Netflix France production. Oh yeah, so the UK man. people have just kind of you know obviously gone. Well, yeah, Nicholas now played the majority of his career in the Premier League, so I guess people in England would find it interesting. That's the only thing I can think of. It just, but it just surprised me that yeah, I had the image of the last dance in my head. And I was thinking, of all the people you're going to pick, you're going to pick Nicholas and Elka, you know, that, not that, Ronaldinho, not Raul, not the original Ronaldo, <laughs> like Nicky and Elka. God,
1: that'd be much more interesting, wouldn't it? Fucking Fat Ronaldo.
0: Well, hang on. Let's not throw shade at Fat Ronaldo, okay? In his day, he was an absolute animal. I love. Yeah, that's that, that. that's the original. That's,
1: that's why that's why i would be more interested. I think. But to, to be fair, this is a, a, a media corporation that has done a lengthy multi-series documentary on fucking Sunderland.
0: So, like,
1: this is not a fucking league Catamol.
0: I was just gonna say. I was uh, just gonna say. Uh, Niall Quinn. Lee let's start the show.
1: <laughs> no, let's let's keep let's keep naming relatively obscure Premier League players. <laughs>
0: So, let's uh, let's come in hot this week. How do you feel well, about teams standing with each other, linked arm in arm, maybe, or just opposing teams standing together? What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> how many
1: <laughs> how many marks is this worth in the uh, in the exam? This is, a, this is a fifteen mark question. Yeah. Um, I I was I was shocked. Uh, Tuesday evening when I turned on my television to uh, the Philadelphia Flyers hosting the Pittsburgh Penguins to see two opposing rivals, two of the fiercest rivals in the history of the NHL standing mixed, Dan. Flyer, Penguin, Flyer, Penguin, so on, so on, on the blue lines. I thought, what is going on? And that's the fucking problem, Dan. I thought, what the fuck's going on? I didn't think... Oh, okay, this is this is their their BLM not protest, like demonstration or whatever. This is them saying oh we, we stand in solidarity with, with you know those who, who have been affected by abuse of by law enforcement, we stand in memory of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and countless others. No, I thought what the fuck's going on? Because it was a poorly organised, a poorly executed, vain attempt at showing solidarity with those causes it didn't make any fucking sense it didn't make any fucking sense and and the joke has been yeah you know, why? you know people say oh why why didn't they kneel like they can fucking kneel on the ice like i can fucking kneel on the ice and i'm fucking shit do you know what i mean like there is no reason why they had to do that apart from the nhl forever not wanting to say the word racism, not wanting to say the words pr- police brutality, not wanting to actually say we are against the bad things in the world because what if those bad things want to buy fucking hockey jerseys? It was ridiculous. And and it was further exacerbated by the wild avalanche game last night, <laughs> which which I think may have been the first game back that featured a fucking non white player. <laughs> like to have Oh my god, for anyone who hasn't seen it. So again, I think I think very I haven't watched every game because I have some self respect. But very the teams have been doing varying things of mixing the mixing the teams and either like standing in line at the blue line or standing in a circle, whatever it might be. The Wild and the Avalanche did the standing in line thing. But they had Pierre-Edouard Belmar, Matt Dumba, Jordan Greenway and Nazem Kadri standing sort of front and centre of these two lines arm in arm while all the white players were like two feet abreast sort of surrounding them. And, and i said it on Twitter but like, that just highlights like this is your fucking problem, bruv. We're not with you. Why couldn't they have had everyone arm in arm to have a more obvious metaphor of we are in this together? Not we are begrudgingly standing by and watching this happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just... I, I, we'll get into the Bruins situation in a minute, I'm sure. But, like, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm, I'm tired of almost excusing it by saying obviously oh, it's the NHL, what did we expect? I fucking expect more now. Like, shit is fucking different. It's changed. We are, It is now a situation because of the murder of George Floyd and the murder of Breonna Taylor and the murder of everybody else, fucking everybody else. I can't remember all the names because A, I'm a piece of shit and B, I'm a piece of shit, but it's different now. We cannot excuse our corporations, our sports leagues, our social leaders, which is what they ultimately are, whether they should be or not, to stand by and have compliance in these situations. The NHL knows what it's doing. The NHL teams know what they're doing. The NHL players know what they're doing. And inaction is condemnation of the things that we as a society are and should be standing up against.
0: It was obviously pointed out to a lot of people that it wasn't good enough anymore to just say, well, I'm not a racist. You can't, that doesn't count anymore. You have to be, I'm not a racist, and I'm going to tell you, why these things are bad and why I stand with people who are being abused or looked down upon or fucking all the shit that non-white people have to go through. And the NHL doing this is just their way of going, I'm not racist. So, you know, that's it. And it's not good enough anymore. It's not enough. Nazim Kadri said last night after the game, he said, I I don't think the league's doing enough. I I think they should be making it more front and centre. And he's fucking absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. Two things about the whole situation with this before I absolutely lose my fucking cool. Why the fuck are they playing two national anthems to no fucking fans? (laughs) Why? Why? I've said this before. Why the fuck are they playing national anthem before regular season games anyway? You want to play it before in the the only time. The only time it should be played is in the Stanley Cup Finals. That's it. You want to have it for those, if it goes seven games, you want to have it for those seven games. No issue with that at all. Because it's a big occasion. You want to make it, you know, like pomp and circumstance and as exciting and as grandiose as possible. I have no problem with that. No issue. Regular season games, fucking exhibition games in front of basically big fucking pillowcases with team's logos on. Why? Why are we doing that? Secondly, if you're telling me that the players can't kneel for nine minutes or eight minutes because they have to play the national anthems, fine. In the Premier League, we don't play national anthems before every game because, you know, we're not insane. So what happens is the referee blows the whistle, the players will take a knee for about 10 seconds, the referee blows the whistle, the players stand up, they get ready for the game. Why couldn't they just do that? If you don't want to show the league kneeling down... During a national anthem, or you want to make the excuse that, or that, you know, we can't make the players kneel down for eight minutes because we have to play two whole countries' national anthems. Fine, but at least then say when they've finished, have a guy come over the or a woman come over the fucking announcement on the tannoy and say, in support of George Floyd and all those who have been wrongly arrested, murdered, abused, whatever you want to say, the players are now going to kneel in a show of solidarity with those that you know that have been affected. And they could play the fucking goal horn or have a ref blow a whistle or anything. Do it for 10 seconds and then done. Stand up and and then we'll play. But no, as usual, it's just some in the middle, wishy-washy, fucking don't know what is. Like, (laughs) how is standing? All right. And here's something else as well. Calling on Twitter, calling Philly Pittsburgh one of the fiercest rivalries in all of sports is a fucking joke is a joke. Send the Flyers fan to watch Boca Juniors versus River Plate and then come back to me. <laughs> Galatasaray for the
1: like, Yeah. Fucking Red Star send Belgrade them, versus Peng- anyone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Galatasaray versus anyone else in Europe. Send the Penguins fan to watch Celtic at Ibrox and try and get into the Rangers end with a Celtic shirt on. Then come back to me. Then talk to me about your bullshit first rivalry. Fuck off, it's a first rivalry. It isn't even the best rivalry in that conference. I've said this before. Bruins Habs has died down. But Bruins Habs is the best rivalry in hockey. It just is. It is. Fucking Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Shut the fuck up. You're fucking making me laugh. What's a... (laughs) Fucking hell. I've just realised it's not even the best rivalry involving one of those two teams. (laughs) It's not even the best rivalry involving one of those teams. Yeah, I mean, Philly, Philly, New Jersey is pretty good. Yeah, of course, yeah. Would you rather watch Pittsburgh Philly or Pittsburgh Washington? I tell you, 100 times out of 100, I'm taking Penn's caps. 100 times. Fucking Pittsburgh Philly. Fuck off Penguins Twitter. Fucking imbeciles. Jesus Christ.
1: So before we get on to your beloved Boston Bruins, I do just want to touch on... The Kadri situation for anyone who's not as oh terminal yeah terminally addicted to Twitter. <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> there you go, there you go. That's right, hey, perfectly. It. So, so after after the wild avalanche game, Nasim Kadri was one of the players made available to the media, and he was asked about. I didn't see the whole interview, but the snippets that we saw were basically him asked being asked about the current situation with racial inequality and pr- police brutality in the US. And he had a really good answer based around how the players need to do better. Or at least that's what the Colorado Avalanche wanted you to think, what their fucking social media people wanted you to think, which I'm sure was a mandate dictated by higher-ups. So they they put out a snippet of this interview, which, you know, where where Kadri says, oh, we need to do better, times have changed, etc. It's no longer good enough to blah, blah, blah. And then... The clip of the interview stops just like halfway through a sentence, basically halfway through a word that Kadri's saying. Which, then, if you see the whole interview, he goes on to say, "Time is up for the NHL. Like the NHL has to do better. He specifically calls out the league as a whole to do better, rather than just putting it yes. on his own shoulders."
0: And that's what I saw. I didn't see that until later on. I didn't know they'd done that until no. later on. I saw his saw the real whole thing. answer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw his real answer, and it was like it was like some it was like the fucking Zapruder film. It seemed like it was Bye. shot on some kind of old style. It was like somebody was filming a pirate video or something, like in the cinema on a camcorder. But it wasn't very good quality because obviously the NHL doesn't want it getting out. So someone just recorded it on their phone and stuck it on Twitter. And that's what I saw was the real answer calling out the NHL.
1: The thing that. Absolutely boiled my blood about it. Was not only the fact that the the Avalanche's official Twitter account had cut that answer in such a way, but then when they were called out on it, saying no, there's more to his answer, and you've quite clearly cut it out for deliberate reasons, they then replied to those comments saying, oh, you're know, our bad. Here's the rest of the interview, and the link that they post to the quote unquote rest of the interview is him talking about a completely different fucking subject. It's him talking about playing in front of no fans. So it's like they've firstly <laughs> deliberately avoided the supposedly pr- problematic uh, sections of Cadre's answer. They're then like trying to fucking gaslight their, the, the people on Twitter who are calling them out on it by saying, oh, here's the rest of it, this is what you wanted. We're talking about pucks in deep and don't worry about the fans. It's fucking. It's sh- like the shadiest thing I've seen the NHL do for quite some time. Like that's fucking thought police shit. It's,
0: it's fucking... It's mental. It's like, it's like North, it's fucking North Korea-like. Here's the, here's the news that we want you to hear. Not the real news, the news that we want you to hear.
1: It's, uh, it left me left me utterly, go, utterly gobsmacked.
0: So then, Will, what do we go to now?
1: I think you know exactly what we need to go to next.
0: It's a good job that we didn't talk about this straight away on whatever night it was Tuesday night I don't know what day it is because I was livid and I might I might get there and I apologize if this is going to turn into a five minute ranting session by me which I am prone to do in life sometimes but I do try to limit those kinds of things on this show because I'm aware it's not good for people to listen to
1: but but if if a rant needs to be had like if, if a rant
0: needs to be ranted then you should rant I, th- I think
1: i think you should you should rant because i think what you're about to rant about is particularly uh, egregious
0: so tukarask was doing a fucking some kind of interview thing and he's wearing a boston police cap <laughs> now <laughs> I'm getting, I'm. I'm starting to fucking. I'm starting to sweat already. Just thinking about it. Can
1: we. Uh, can we get some admission that Bishop Hudobin is, is now the better tandem for goalies? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. Thanks. <laughs> and do you know what? I'm not gonna. My rant isn't gonna be based around, because I didn't want to just come on and talk about how fucking stupid it is, which it is, and then what Marshan did on Twitter afterwards, which is also fucking dumb and stupid, because that's blindingly obvious. It's, do you know what? I'm probably, I'm probably going to end up saying those things anyway while I'm spewing out the thoughts going on in my brain. The side I'm going to take on this is from the side of the Bruins fans and how hard it makes it to follow a team, to promote your affinity for that team when you wear their merchandise, be it a jersey or a cap or fucking whatever you want to buy. Because shit like this isn't only affecting the image of the club, it's not only affecting people's opinions of Tuca Rask, which it will now. I don't know if it'll affect people's thoughts about Brad Marshan, because I'm sure people have already formed those opinions and rightfully so. But as a fan of the Bruins... I've had numerous interactions on Twitter from fans who've questioned me about my opinions on race because I'm a fan of the Bruins. Because there is a section, and I'm not going to get into fucking percentages, or it's only a small sample size, or it's only these certain idiots, because fucking whatever the opinion is of the Bruins fans that they're racist. And, in some cases, with good cause. Are all Bruins fans racist? No, of course they're not. I know that for a fact, because I'm a Bruins fan. And I proudly fly my BAME pride flag. I have a pride tattoo in support of my gay friends and my gay sister-in-law and all those things. So I know not every single Bruins fan is a racist.
1: There's at least one. I also
0: know they're not because... I've had interactions with Bruins fans on Twitter who promote certain things and who show their true values. Everything else that gets promoted by these people, I see those things and I think, you know what, I can tell now, you're one of the good ones. You're a good person and that's that's great. But this, doing this shit does not fucking help us fans because what's going to happen again, it's just going to reinforce the fucking point that if you're a Bruins fan... You're just some absolute fucking cave-dwelling Neanderthal who doesn't believe that unless you're a fucking white middle-class dude, you can't play the great sport of hockey. Where the fuck is the fucking common sense when you do this and you wear a hat like that in this time, in this fucking time of all times? Where is the common sense that says, you know what, i better not do this even if I want to show my support for the police, even if fucking Tukarask's Rask's wife and baby were stuck on some highway somewhere in America and the police came along and they helped her and she was like nervous or something, like she'd broken down, she was panicking, you know, she rings the police, oh my god, I'm stuck on like the outside lane, I don't know what to do, oh I've had a baby, like help me, like my baby, and the police come along and they're awesome. And Tukas says, you know, oh my God, thanks guys. You know, oh my God, this is amazing. You've helped my wife so much. This is brilliant. This is not the time to be wearing a hat to promote the police. I know, I know that not every single police officer is a raging fucking Tommy Robinson loving piece of shit. I know that because I know police officers. I know police officers who go to community centres and talk to black communities, who talk to Asian communities, because I'm really good friends with one. And they go to these places and they want to get the community involved because they don't want to be out there having to deal with issues around race and things like that. But it doesn't matter at the moment. You do not, you fucking do not promote this as a, well, I'm going to show my support for the police. Because right now is not the time to do that. It is not the time to be fucking proclaiming your support for the police. You want to support the police right now, you fucking sit on your hat and you don't show it. You don't show any support for them at all at the moment because right now is not the time to do that. You want to show support for the police at the moment, promote images of them doing good work in the community, promote images or videos of them talking to community leaders and saying, how can we help? What can we do? Let's help each other, all this shit. Because the image of the police at the moment, and rightly so, is that they are fucking kneeling on the necks of people and fucking killing them, or breaking into their house and fucking shooting them. And there is a massive issue in the police at the moment. And wearing that hat, is not just a fuck you to all the people who've been abused or murdered or locked up wrong, it's a fuck you to the fans as well. Because now, if you go somewhere or if I'm wearing my cap or my fucking jersey or I'm interacting with somebody on Twitter, that now affects me because it just reinforces the point, oh yeah, well, the fucking Bruins fans, they're all racist. And and then fucking Marshan throwing like fucking hyuk on Twitter like it's a joke. When we're talking about like systemic racism and racial abuse in our society, it isn't the time to be fucking joking. The fuck is wrong with these people? What is wrong with them? Because I don't fucking know. To come back to this sport. The first. The first fucking day. The first day back. And you're pulling shit like this. Wearing a fucking Boston police hat. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I can't even comprehend it. It should be blindingly obvious to anybody. With half an ounce of fucking common sense. In their brain. That... This is just not the time to be pulling that shit. It really isn't. And I'm fucking like... I'm fucking furious. I'm just livid. On top of everything else. On top of everything else we have to deal with in fucking hockey. That a fucking player has decided to wear a hat in support of the police. The fuck is wrong with you? Do you not see what's going on in the world at the moment? The world is on fire. The world is on fire. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) And then... Brad Marchand to come after Matt Porter for calling out the Bruins. Because this happened hours after the Boston Bruins Twitter account put out a statement of, oh, we've been listening, we've been learning, we're trying to be better members of our community, blah, 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 blah. We hate injustice, we hate blah, blah, blah. Then Matt Porter calling out and saying, well, what about this? What about your starting goaltender wearing a Boston police hat? Like you said, the first fucking opportunity for Brad Marshan to to call out Matt Porter and saying he's part of the problem when all he's doing is pointing out that Tukorovsky is potentially part of the problem. And for me, especially in... I know that you know Tukorovsky is Finnish and Brad Marshall Canadian, but this is in an American city, in, in, you know, in the United States of America, governed under Donald Trump's government, which has been so staunchly anti-media since day one, staunchly anti-journalism since day one to for a for a boston bruins player to call out matt porter a a dedicated beat writer and a good beat writer at that saying you are part of the problem not only does it reek of like you say them supporting the police in the worst time to be showing open support for police which ultimately gives the impression of being anti-blm anti-human rights fucking anti-black at this point do you know what i mean and then having it sort of piled on with this anti-media fascist standard that's been set by Donald Trump's government. It's, it's fucking chilling. It is chilling that those pe- that, that people who are against police brutality can be so openly abused for their views. Do you know what I mean? Not that this is about Matt Porter. And I'm sure Matt Paul would say that himself. But it's I'm not and I know Brad Marshans has since deleted the tweet. But to have a fucking professional hockey player be so like I said earlier, I'm not even giving the forgiveness of, of ignorance or whatever. He's not fucking ignorant, he knows what he's saying. He's just openly admitting that he is anti BLM. As I would imagine Tukaraski is by even wearing that fucking hat. It's like childish little fucking schoolboys. So I like saying, oh, well, do you reckon I can get away with wearing a Boston police hat on, on my Zoom call tonight? It's, it's fucking, it's too much.
0: Patrice Bergeron put out a statement <clears throat> in the light of all this stuff. And it was absolutely lauded by the hockey media and Bruins fans because it was exactly the right thing to say. It was well done, really well written. You know he's talking about yet yeah, we're going to make donations to these charities, and we're going to start making a difference and and changing things around and everyone was just saying oh this is this is perfect, this is what you want from a hockey leader, this is what you want from a sports leader, and it's all just fucking gone. That's just shit now it doesn't mean anything and I know I know Patrice Bergeron hasn't done it. I know Patrice Bergeron hasn't won the police hat or made some dumb fucking joke on Twitter, but that's now forgotten you can't You can't tell me, you cannot tell me, that teams, fucking PR teams, didn't say to those players, don't fucking do anything to draw attention to us. Don't do some stupid shit. Not now. We don't fucking need it. We don't need this shit right now. Even if you want to do something like this, just sit the fuck down, shut up, and just say the right thing. But no, they can't even do that. And we talked about it all before. It's just fucking spoiled boys wanting to do what they want to fucking do. I'm going to wear my fucking police hat. Who gives a shit? Well, you dumb fucking idiot. Lots of people give a shit. And, it's, and, it's, and now, like I said, if it just affected him, fine. You fucking go and do it. You ruin your career if you want to ruin your career. You become a fucking PR nightmare. If you want to do that, fucking go nuts. You know, fucking end up wasting away doing nothing somewhere in some shitty league because you can't keep your fucking mouth shut. But now it just comes back on all of us as well. And that was why, that was one of the reasons why I was furious. Aside from the fact, the fucking blindingly obvious, that why the fuck would you do that?
1: I'm glad you brought up Bergeron, because that gives a perfect gateway to everybody else. Everybody who, as we said, you know, in, in the aftermath of George Floyd's murder, it's all well and good putting out these statements of, I will listen, I will learn, I will try and be a better part of my community. But as we said at the time, When the time comes for fucking action, you've got to back those fucking words up. And now we are getting to a point where, as we're saying about being anti-racist, it's not just about saying, oh, well, I'm not being racist, so that's not the problem. Like you said earlier, Dan, it's about standing up for when you see injustices in the street, in your own families, in your own communities. Now is the time for people like Patrice Bergeron, and even the larger nhl contingent who have said that they want to be better allies for for black and people of color and, and anyone who's being persecuted persecuted by modern society now is the time for patrice bergeron to stand up and say i do not agree with my teammates on this we may be teammates we may fight for each other on the ice but when it comes to this part of it i do not fucking agree with that and that is not acceptable by my standards that so i live as a person we're so obsessed with the idea of the hockey players having a higher moral code, yet when it comes to the actual fucking important side of it... It's not just fucking
0: joke. It's not just joke.
1: punching people in the face because they fucking fouled somebody. When it comes to the important parts of actually having morals and having a fucking spine, they're ghosts, mate. Gone fucking apparitions. Nobody believes in them because they don't fucking exist. If, if, if Patrice Bergeron doesn't at least have some sort of statement... Where he's effectively dragging Tuka Rask and Brad Marchand by their fucking ears like naughty little schoolboys out and saying this is not acceptable conduct within the Boston Bruins organization. He's a fucking joke. He's a liar and a joke, and, and I would I would say that for the rest of the league. It's got it's easier for the rest of the league. It's easier for for your Tyler Sagan's, for your Brady Shays, for your Logan Couture's to come out and say I don't agree with what has happened in the Boston Bruins dressing room because you've got that fucking level of separation. You don't have to go in and see Tuka in, in the chamber room Monday morning. You don't have to see put Brad and on the fucking team plane. Not everyone's getting flights, but you know what I mean. If the people who have... Yeah, it's it's time to put your money where your mouth is. And your money is your fucking word. <laughs> do you, do you, like, fuck me. Have some fucking spines, you fucking wimps. Because you're either wimps or you're fucking wires. And either way is not good enough anymore.
0: <laughs> I was. I,
1: honestly, I feel for you, man. I feel for you. Honestly.
0: <laughs> I was fucking apoplectic with rage when I saw that on Tuesday. I mean, like, it takes a lot. It takes a real lot to get me angry. A real lot. And I don't know. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know if I was more annoyed because it's a Bruins play doing it or that it was just done anyway. I would have still been furious. I would have still been furious, like seeing this shit. Like I said, I'm fucking livid about players not taking a knee. Uh, well, fucking hell. If you if you wanna if you want a sample size of how I feel about all of these things that go on in NHL and all the racism and shit, and will as well. Just fucking go back and listen to all our just go back and listen to our shows that we when we talk about this. Like we're both fucking sick of it. Like, sick of it. I'd
1: like to think that that has been made fairly obvious over the last four I'd months.
0: La- I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so. But this wearing a fucking police hat is an absolute fucking shit cherry on top of a shit sunday
1: do, do you know what I think it is Dad and I'll use a little example that's not that's not accumulated, but it it does hurt more than when it happens to your own team because as, as much as we're we're grown adults you know who obviously don't necessarily idolize sports people or celebrities as much as we would have when we're children, there is still that element of added heartbreak when someone you have invested emotional currency into lets you down. Yeah. So there's this, there's yeah, been this, true. there's been, been this thing going on in, in the skateboarding community. Cause like, I'm, I've never been a skateboarder myself, but I've always, you know, grown up in the, the sort of punk and that sort of scene that it all congeals together. And I enjoy a good bit of skateboarding. I enjoy a good skateboarding video. There's been, uh, uh a sort of a spring in the skateboarding industry of people coming out and calling out um, rapists and sexual abusers. You know, there has been a, a fantastic coming forward of, of survivors, of sexual abuse, of, uh, victims of the skateboarding industry who have come out and told their stories. And to see some names of skateboarders whose work I've admired, who, you know, people who I would have called my favourite skateboarder, to have their, the stories come out and to have again someone who you maybe not admired maybe not looked up to as like an inspiration for yourself but somebody who you invested your time into that you thought was worth your your time and your emotional energy turn out to be a piece of shit is fucking crushing because you feel like for me at least not to speak for you or anyone else but it feels like oh i've been a bad judge of character. I've invested my time and energy in someone who is—it's just a bad person at, this, at the end of the day. It's not about different fucking politics. The, if every time I see somebody say, "Oh, don't bring politics into into sports," when it comes to BLM, it's not fucking politics, bro. It's fucking human lives. It's fucking human rights. Like this isn't about oh, I think we should have a five percent tax on sugar because X Y and Z. No, this is about people fucking dying because of their color, their fucking skin, and. It's it's just fucking depressing that, that the people who are elected as our social leaders are failing us. Our entertainment sources are bad people. It's uh,
0: yeah. In a weird way, in 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 a, a weird way, I'm lucky that I live over here, and that if I yeah. wear my brains hat. Nobody ever pays attention. No one ever says anything. I've, like I've, I think I've said before, I've maybe seen seven or eight hockey fans in my life who've kind of acknowledged me or noticed and kind of given me a second look because they know what that hat is. Like, oh, that's a hockey hat. Okay, I know, I, okay. really not that many. But h- him doing that now, like you wear that as a fan and it's just kind of like, what, <laughs> what the fuck does it say? You know, he's not going to get taken to task. Nothing's going to be said. Because it's the playoffs, dude. You can't be doing that shit in the playoffs, you know? Let's not rock the boat in the playoffs, even if someone does something stupid and fucking idiotic.
1: We're here to win that silver fucking barrel, bruv. Gotta be Gotta done. Win that
0: piece of silver. It's the most important thing. Gotta get yeah, my name fucking... on
1: that aluminium geezer.
0: I just. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah, I I don't know. How'd you even? How'd you even? What, you know
1: what can you even do though? It? Like we'll, we have these conversations week in, week out, month in, month out. Whenever, Wait, whenever, yeah. it, whenever the trigger points are. Yeah, you could say. But how oh, stop. hard is it,
0: right? God. To bring it back around to the whole thing from fucking standing together in a line in the fiercest rivalry in all the sports. Fuck off. How hard is it? Here's all they had to do. This is all you've got to do as a hockey player. This is all you've got to do. Promote equal rights for all people. Take a knee for 10 seconds. Don't come out and say or show, I fucking love the police. They're awesome. That's all you've got to do. And they can't even fucking do that. You can't even do that. I know, I know, I know some people are going to say, well, don't fucking bother then, or why do you give a shit then, or don't fucking watch it then. I tell you, mate, I tell you, the past couple of days was the closest I've been to stop watching. Like, that's it. I'm fucking done with this league. I had a real, real crisis of conscience the past couple of days. Of like, what the, f- what, what the fuck am I doing in my life watching this? Why am I watching these absolute fucking no marks line up and 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 be fucking lauded for it because they're wearing a different color top to the guy next to them? Why why am I watching people coming out and supporting the police in a time where you know, like police brutality, murder, like actual. Fucking murder by police officers is just shown to be just as rife as fuck. Why am I why am I watching teams fucking press conferences where their players' message is being cut off and, and not shown to promote equal rights for people? The f- what the fuck am I doing? The fuck am I doing? Why am I watching this?
1: It's because you not watching or you not giving money to teams or the NHL ain't going to change how these twats feel. I, w- I would urge. Do you I would, know what? I'd, rather,
0: I'd, I'd rather come on. I'd rather come on here and shout about why it's wrong, and at least I feel like I'm doing something, and calling people out on this shit.
1: Yeah, mate. That's what. That's what we can do. Like, like I'd, I'd urge people to not give the NHL any money, but illegally stream your games, fucking buy your jerseys from Alibaba.com. Like, do not give the NHL any fucking money whatsoever if you can. But at the same time, like, you're not a fucking demon if you do. Because because that's not how we're gonna affect. It's it's like the whole idea of oh if you don't think capitalism's the right system why are you participate in it because because what else are we gonna fucking do, bro? It's not the puck's fault, and <laughs> I want to watch the puck fucking zip up and down the ice. Yeah, you're right. It's like that's not that's not the problem. That's like saying oh you you're drinking a Starbucks and yet you say that fucking the tories are bad Ooh, who are you like fucking get out of here fucking nuts but yeah uh, I, th- I think you're right like it's, <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> just an hour of crying on a podcast but it's it's using whatever platform whether you've got fucking half a follower on twitter or fucking half a million followers like use your platform to call shit out promote other people who are better at calling shit out than you are if need be that's something i'm becoming very good at (laughs) that retweet button has never had as much use as it has since march for me i don't know about anyone else but like fucking draw your line in the sand and say this is what i don't stand for this is what i will not accept and don't feel guilty for fucking consuming media that gives you some form of pleasure in arguably the most depressing stretch of most people's lives for society, obviously, people have had harder times in their own personal lives, and that's absolutely true. But for for society as a whole, for for the globe as a whole, I think this is fucking atrocious times to be living, and we should not deny the things that give us joy just because the ones who are responsible for that thing are pieces of shit. Let's move on. Fucking please, another. Well, let's let's never it's move on. Wrong. But momentarily, well, no. let's well, talk about something fair. else.
0: Yeah, let's talk about something else instead of moving on. Yeah, let's never move on. We haven't, we haven't, fucking...
1: we haven't made a joke in about forty-five minutes. Dad. come on. Um,
0: I know. Yeah. Fucking froze. starting to die. Yeah. If you want to hear more of our insane ramblings and rants, <laughs> we're on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and on the plane as you fly home from Spain into quarantine. And if you could leave a five-star review on iTunes or a review wherever you listen, that would be good. As always, we're brought to you and sponsored by Wave Intel. That may change after this week. The season is back this weekend, so let Jason and his team guide you through it with up-to-the-minute data for teams and players with their patented comparison charts. Uh, Maybe he can show you why Sergei Bobrovsky is a terrible goalie. Uh, $10 million, you know. Anyway, Wave Intel, online and on Twitter, being smart so you don't have to. Let's get a quick, just a quick non-hockey thing out of the way Did you see Lou Williams is serving an NBA 10-day quarantine suspension? Oh. (laughs) After he was caught popping into an Atlanta area strip club to buy chicken wings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Lou Williams, mate. Sports personality of the year. Let's get it going. (laughs) What a fucking... Do you know
0: the, know the funny thing is? Is that... He absolutely, I can absolutely believe he only went there for these wings because they looked, like they looked
1: fucking delicious.
0: He talks about them all the time and has done for years and years and years. <laughs> like whenever <laughs> anyone says to him, "Like oh my god," you know, like he retweets stuff about chicken wings. Like no, no, the best place to go is this place. Oh, what's it called? Fuck, it's
1: magic something. Magic isn't it? City,
0: Magic, magic City. It's called. Don't worry, it's on my, uh, it's on my
1: list of things to do when we do disney orlando uh (laughs) in 2025 mate fuck it what a legend what a like all jokes aside what a fucking legend the stones on (laughs) him it's like fuck it i do not give a shit about the nba i want these fucking chicken wings
0: (laughs) i also don't care it's a strip club either i want these chicken wings i don't care if it gets seen there i'll go there anyway
1: everyone's everyone's been to a rotten pub that does a fucking naughty pie and chips. Everyone, everyone loves the place. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you wouldn't, you wouldn't drink there, but you go for the fucking food, just because for some reason it's it's like going to your fucking local kebab shop and it's fucking rancid, it's disgusting. Yeah. But you know that the fucking the meat's really tasty. They do really good burgers. Whatever it might be.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's it's not. It isn't hard to believe he went there for the wings because. He has a style of chicken wings named after him. So (laughs) clearly, he's like, yeah. He's the, um, oh God, who is that amazing cook who like traveled around the world and he he died a couple of years ago? Oh,
1: uh, Um, Anthony Bourdain.
0: Anthony Bourdain. He's basically the Anthony Bourdain of chicken wings. (laughs) Like travels all over the world. He sampled all of them. But he always says, no, no, mate, you want the best chicken wings? Go to Magic City. Get there. Chicken wings and boobs. What else do you need? The, <laughs> this,
1: this is another reason why the NBA is infinitely better than the NHL. <laughs> like,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, no question. You uh, know if an NHL player gets caught out, he's going to be at some, like, fucking... Just some boring... I have to go to this local coffee shop because they have my favourite kind of fruit juice. I
1: have to go, I have to go get some fresh kale. I, to, I just had to attend this KKK rally. I just had to. <laughs>
0: I didn't want to go there. That was the first thing I thought of, I promise, but I didn't want to go there. It's
1: I've been waiting a week to make an HLKKK joke
0: and
1: I wasn't going to pass up my opportunity. I'm a man of very little self-restraint.
0: As is Lou Williams. Shout out to <laughs> Lou Williams.
1: Fucking big up, big Lou. Oh, mate. <laughs> I've got the Stars-Preds game on the second screen. I missed the oh, nice. start, but they uh, they flashed up. They, they they did the line thing at the start.
0: Oh, well done guys well done. Well done. that's done let's take a stand that's do you know what do you know what I hope the next game someone does a fucking human centipede or fucking I'm, do you know what I'm hoping one of the guys who's gay just announces he's gay by blowing his fucking teammate at centre ice seriously fuck your fucking lines with that shit that, I tell you don't get me started here, here we go yeah back, fuck it centipede. Be centipede good. The way to go
1: be a better use of their fucking bodies
0: Let's do another Let's do another couple of um, small topics. <laughs> some uh, also in the news bits. The, uh, sorry? Some also in the news bits. Yeah, some also in the news bits. We'll do those now. Mike Babcock will be joining the University of Vermont hockey team as a volunteer advisor. Now, two things. One, I can't remember who put this on Twitter, but I'm not going to take credit for it, but somebody said it's good that he hasn't got to go to the KHL to rebuild his career. That's something, I suppose.
1: <laughs> is it? Is that, is that impressive? He's got, yeah, it's a bit
0: more impressive, I reckon. He's he
1: just he hasn't he's not humble enough to go to the
0: KHL. he's like that? Nah, fuck it, I'll just. I mean, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe... <laughs> I can't work out. Actually, yeah, I can't work out if he's doing it as a volunteer advisor. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he's not getting paid. Well, no, that's so that's like the thing. Get paid and go to get paid and go to Russia or stay here and not get paid. Well,
1: no, he's still he's still getting paid by the Maple Leafs
0: he's still getting paid by the Leafs obviously yeah So that's why they couldn't pay
1: he's, getting, he's okay. getting paid 8 million dollars a year to be a advisor for a fucking NCAA team <laughs> <laughs> which is
0: uh, you know we always joke about players who like like football players, you go on loan to like the second division and, and they turn up to some dog and duck car park in a Ferrari. I hope he just arrives on like a private jet or a helicopter or something for each practice. <laughs> to be, to <laughs> be fair, though, there.
1: my understanding of the NCAA, that's probably what the coaches are doing as well. <laughs>
0: fair player, yeah, fair point. It's the fucking, fair
1: point. the fucking players are having a hitchhike there. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah, you're right. And of course, What's... he's got the job because. Uh... The member of staff at uh about the the coach at Vermont, Todd Woodcroft, says that Mike and he go back over fifteen years. Yeah. So even Mike Babcock gets a volunteer advisor job by the back door because he knows somebody. Because hockey.
1: Me me and Mike. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's been emotionally abusing me for fucking two decades
0: now. Like... <laughs> Why wouldn't I take him? He just said he just said the safe word and I just kind of thought, well, oh, maybe Mike is the right guy.
1: Yeah, quite. See what's he, he going to fucking avoid? Like, right, what do you want to
0: do? Oh, mate. First, mate, first day saved, of the season. I've saved, right, this whole initial Babcock conversation between me and you was your starter in your main. Mate, I've got your full fat pudding right here for you, I'm mate. ready me. for this. Me, I'm you fucking, fucking ready for this? I'm fucking ready for it. Get ready, mate. Get, all right. Take some time with this. Get the candles down. <laughs> get your cream out. And have yourself a time with this quote. All right? Mike and I have been connected for over 15 years, said Vermont coach Todd Woodcroft, and our network goes back even further uh, further to our McGill University experience. Woodcroft said of his and Babcock's alma mater, he's a premier coach across any athletic platform. God, my fucking teeth are not in today. And as a coaching staff, we're very fortunate to be able to draw from his experiences, Mike's knowledge, his network, and above all else, and get ready, the modern lens he uses to look at the game of hockey <laughs> will help accelerate the progression of our entire programme. So I'm assuming if Todd Woodcroft is saying Mike Babcock has a modern lens, then maybe Woodcroft's methods are from, like, the 1920s. Now, what he, what he
1: means is uh, Babcock's now using Zoom to call up his rookies and be like, look, you're a piece of shit, mate. You'll never be nothing in this league.
0: Like... Of all the fucking quotes, of all the fucking quotes to attach to Mike Babcock, that he's a modern coach.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Fucking what?
1: Freshman, <laughs> I would like you to make a PowerPoint of uh, who you think is the biggest <laughs> twat on the team.
0: Yeah, but then you've got to zoom it into us. You can't just come and talk to us in front of the room. We got to be I'm modern now. Going
1: on, I'm fucking modern, mate. Here's a, here's a little laser point that you use uh, fuck me, you,
0: that? Fuck me. Fucking modern is unbelievable. The modern lens he uses to look at the game. Fuck you know.
1: Maybe he just means like, he's got...
0: Literally, literally, the reason he got fired from his last job, literally, was because it was fucking old-style bullshit methods. You know, making players do shit and talking down to them and treating them like crap. I, oh my god. I think we've
1: just misunderstood this Todd geezer with what he means by modern lens. He just means that Babcock's now got some verifugals. That's all it is.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. He's... Those ones that um, those ones that kind of turn into sunglasses when it gets sunny outside. Oh yeah, the old
1: um the old refractions. Oh,
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some reactions
1: it. maybe. I don't know, whatever it fucking is. That's that's what he's getting at. It's it's quite quite literally. He's got some fucking naughty little glasses. Get him involved.
0: Isn't that amazing? <laughs> the modern lens. <sighs>
1: fucking <laughs> It's definitely something, I'll tell you that.
0: Oh, dairy, dairy, dearie, dearie, mate! Hey, imagine and the second thing is oh, go on, sorry. I was, just,
1: just imagine getting to the point of like, I don't know, being so established in a field not not even necessarily good, but just established that you can fucking get hired for just your opinion. You know? He's not, he's not got like a, I doubt he's got a designated, right, like, like, We're going to want reports on fucking defensive systems every Thursday morning by nine. It's just going to be the odds. Oh, we're joking about this mic. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, just drop, just drop Mike close, an email. See what he thinks.
1: Close the gap quicker. There you go.
0: I was nearly in pieces reading that. The modern lens. Modern lens. It. He literally got fired from his old job for the exact opposite of that. <laughs> the exact opposite. He doesn't waterboard the players anymore. Now he like <laughs> ties car batteries to their nipples or something because that's the modern way. The uh, the other thing I saw that made me chuckle was, and I mention this probably every week now. Uh, a piece of good, hard-hitting journalism from, I think it was Mark Masters, shout out my namesake, talking about Mitch Marner bringing his own pillow oh, to fuck. the uh, to the bubble. Fantastic. Really, uh,
1: fucking whatever.
0: Hitting yeah. the hard points there.
1: <laughs> Why has everyone got a fucking like, bit between their teeth about fucking Mitch Marner bringing a pillow into the bubble? Like, all right. <laughs>
0: I know, who gives a shit? It's a fucking pillow? It's just
1: a fucking pillow. There aren't even any good fucking (laughs) jokes. I'll
0: tell you something now. You know know where my mind went straight away, don't you? Uh,
1: (laughs) No, I I, I think I know, but I don't want to
0: know. You know he fucks this pillow. (laughs) I knew it. I fucking knew it. it. You He's, know this is his fucking. This is uh, his some pillow. You fucking know it is.
1: <laughs> some pillows, yeah. They just, just don't feel the same as the one you have at home. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> this, this one's got my stank all over it. I need this pillow. <laughs> has,
1: anyone, has anyone looked at the, uh, the, uh, the fucking state of the pillow? Hold on, I will pause you down because we've got a fucking live look inside the bubble on previous Sports One live. No shit. Fucking check this out. There's a PlayStation in there. So imagine a hotel bar, but they're taking all the seats out. Well,
0: PlayStation One.
1: <laughs> I mean, there was a. To be fair, I haven't seen the PlayStation. I've just seen the PlayStation controller on oh, the okay. table. It's a hotel bar, but instead of loads of seats, there's like four sofas and a ping pong table and a big old telly with a uh, un, unaccounted for PlayStation controller in front of it. Brilliant. You saw the fucking cage, didn't you?
0: You mean the prison yard?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like oh, my what sorry. the fucking middle of a city just in a cage playing fucking basketball and eating a kale salad on a fucking oh, <laughs> on my my, my, my first better. patio fucking <laughs> Yeah, my, if, first if, my first patio furniture if we see Mitch Marner again with the pillow that's when I'm interested if he's like yeah. carrying it around like it's this this is fucking you know, life partner
0: alright, Mark Masters, I was maybe giving you a bit of shit before but now I need your help I need another <laughs> picture of Marner with this pillow at another point in time I need your not, help not, not, this, not from that time <laughs> I need another picture of Marner with this pillow because then I'll be like, hang on a minute now <laughs> Now we're getting a, a bit weird.
1: Help me, Mark Masters, in my only home.
0: <laughs> yeah, I need your help now, dude. I need another pillow picture.
1: Right, you're gonna have to forgive me for my previous comments.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was still Mark. I was still angry from what I said before. I was still raging. i was just I just took it out on you because you were the next person. I'm sorry. You <laughs> need to help me now.
1: My my viewpoint has changed a lot in the f- last 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god!
0: Oh, that's it. I'm telling you, every single morning now, before I do anything else, I'm leaping onto Google Mitch Marner. Hello, <laughs> <Mitch Marner laughs> I need that. I need that second picture now. I need that second picture.
1: Him, him, just out in that fucking grisly courtyard with like him on one of those seats and the pillow on another one.
0: <laughs> the fucking face drawn on it in marker pen.
1: <laughs> it's like two cups of shit tea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's who we need to get caught out we need to get caught we, need- we need Mitch Marner to get caught out and about with his pillow
1: or <laughs> taking it on a date <laughs> that's
0: what
1: I mean Dinner and oh film. god
0: oh, my fucking god. Caught, in a- caught in a Yo Sushi Mitch Marner's pillow <laughs> 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 oh, my god. Oh.
1: and that's why we have to keep watching the NHL
0: <laughs> it's true I need to now for the, for the <laughs> Mitch Miners pillow conspiracy
1: why would he only take one pillow as well
0: because he has sex with it it's his sex pillow
1: well, no, no I mean if, if we're trying to look at it through a lens of him not having sex with a pillow because that's obviously what he's doing but if the, if the excuse is it's not a shagging pillow it's a sleeping pillow how, how many pillows do you sleep with dad I mean if I was shagging a pillow I'd take another pillow to make it look like I wasn't shagging a pillow <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least, being the multi-millionaire that I am, I'd buy a bag big enough to put my shag pillow in.
0: Also a good point.
1: That's, that's just just my point of view. Yeah, I No, I did...
0: no, no. Because he's hiding it in plain sight, isn't he? No one's going to suspect he's fucking that pillow, apart from somebody like me, who obviously has... <laughs> clearly has mental issues. clearly My has ex- experience fucking that pillow.
1: shaking a pillow yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 don't talk about Jolene that way
1: <laughs> I mean I'm just saying there's only one person here who has been obsessing over the idea of Mitch Martin shagging a pillow and I think either you want to <laughs> have sex with Mitch Martin or you know that <laughs> you know the tender love of a pillow which either or fine Dad. that's fine what? mate
0: do you know what? Sometimes, sometimes I get genuinely upset that we don't have like hundreds of thousands of listeners to this show because I would just love, I would love to sick our listeners on Mitch Marner like with his pillow, just trying to like there'd be fucking gifts and images and people saying oh god, I've seen him out here. Maybe this is a, maybe he was here with this pillow or something. It's not going to happen, but oh dear me. Well, let's
1: let's let's put our seven listeners to task. We know you're out there. We know you someone's fucking listening to this. If you actually love us, we want proof. We want you fucking out there. Yeah, we don't we don't charge on a Patreon for this nonsense because that would be against the G- Geneva conventions. But all we do what, ask what kind of is that uh, <laughs> so you try and find us evidence of Mitch Marner whining and dining that pillow. Can't we get can't <laughs> we get Jason on this? Get him to triangulate Mitch Marner or something. I don't know. I don't know how this fucking spreadsheet
0: <laughs> work, but I'm- man a pillow comparison chart.
1: <laughs> They're c- comparing different, like a Silent Night pillow, a fucking Next Home pillow. Not that Jason probably knows what any of these are. <laughs> I was
0: gonna say you have to move here first. Do they, do they have Next? Right, no, that's
1: not that's not fucking content. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's, get, let's go. Let's go. There's still like two kind of big things to talk about here. I know we haven't. Are we, are we
1: doing? I assume, I assume we're doing John Jacob, are we?
0: Yes, this was the next thing. John Shaker, in language, Mate. in language, will not usually heard outside of dock workers' bathrooms or war fields and things like that. Because the Arizona Coyotes had used the word "quit" in their statement. I tell you, Will, I was shook. I had to take a seat for five minutes to really take it in. As they uh, they say that John Shaker has quit as general manager and president of hockey ops of the Arizona Coyotes. The club is disappointed in his actions and his timing, as the Coyotes prepare to enter the NHL subsidy of Edmonton, where the team will begin post-season play for the first time since 2012. Chaker has chosen to quit, there's that word again, shocking, on a strong and competitive team, not sure about that, a dedicated staff, maybe, and the Arizona Coyotes fans, the best fans in the world, come wrong. No, yeah, not even close. Not even close. Please see a conversation
1: tea. about Galatasaray and Red Star Belgrade, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: <laughs> mate, I was in Greece once watching Olympiakos play. They were oh, fucking mate. hanging from the rafters, mate. And I'm not even joking. I mean, they were hanging from the rafters. What the fuck is this? This mate, is insanity.
1: I'm I'm not going to a fucking football match east of France. Yeah, Be- no way. Belgium. No way. All right, I'll go. I'll go to Belgium.
0: But even even
1: some of those fucking German ultras, I'm not getting fucking involved with that shit.
0: No, no way. Absolute fucking looney tunes. And yeah, the rumor was he was after a uh, the job in New Jersey. Well, your thoughts?
1: Fucking legend, mate. Is has there ever been such a power move in pro sports for for a, a manager to quit on the eve of the playoffs to say nah, fuck this, I'm not about it. Like. Like, what, most, what a fucking legend. Yeah, fucking what, a, what a legend. It's like your team's got to the fucking Cup 5 and you're like, nah, bum this, you're a wankers. Like, <laughs> fucking power to him. If I owned any NHL team, I'd be calling cool, like up John and like, mate, come work for me, please. Am I, am I good enough?
0: Prin- he's a man of principles, isn't
1: he, for sure. Yeah. D- you know, d- don't mind the fact that he's not really done that good a job at the Coyotes. Um... <laughs> That's just, that's powerful. That's powerful.
0: I'm going to shout out to Mark Allred, who runs the uh, the amazing yeah, black and gold website. fucking
1: Spad. talk about people who would spy on Mitch Marner and his pillow for us. Fucking shout out to you, Mark.
0: Yo, yeah, for sure. And he put on something about, he put on something about, you know like I wonder what's led Chaker to come to this decision or something. And I just said, maybe he's looked at the team's salary cap for next season. Because it's <laughs> fucked. And he's fucked it. I'll
1: t- tell you what it is. It ain't good. So John Shaker was hired, what, 2015, about, wasn't it? 2015, 16? Sounds about right. Something like that. It was was a while ago. When he was 26, famously the youngest GM in NHL history. He's just been fucking on it since then. He was on it when he took the job. He's been on it until about four days ago, where he was like, right, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm I'm, I'm wasting my body. I'm wasting my life away. He's on a fucking come down. He's finally realizing, like, fuck, I'm the GM of the coyotes. Mate, I can't do this. This is a joke. And he's just, he's finally come to his senses. He's like, this is not, this is not my life. It's like when you, when you wake up at fucking four o'clock in the afternoon in some squat, having just been fucking off in the on like acid and ND for the last four days, attending various, you know, fucking parties and fields or whatever. He yeah, just. He he could-
0: <laughs> who can relate to that nobody's ever <laughs> yeah. nobody's ever done that no we just, we
1: just have a, definitely not we just have that moment It's are just like I can't fucking do this anymore this isn't me and all your all your mates are like oh but it's a big one it's bang face bang face this weekend mate don't worry about it come on it'll be good we got the gear we got the fucking ease let's fucking have it I've got some <laughs> proper nice amber don't worry about it be like no mate I can't do it life's changed big up big have big. you seen
0: that cap have you seen their cap for next year
1: I haven't, but I will.
0: So, seventeen players. We, we talked about it the week, didn't we? When yeah, we, we, we yeah, we did. Like with the with the stagnant cap, teams might kind of be looking at, it thinking, "Oh shit."
1: I haven't fucking retained happened. that information, though, have I?
0: Right. Yeah. So, seventeen players signed for next season to the tune of eighty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and and those are seventeen, not very good players. <laughs> And Phil
0: Kessel. In those seventeen, there is not one player who you would take in your top.
1: Nick Schmaltz is good.
0: Yeah, but if I said to you, if I said to you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm going to say to you, come on.
1: Uh, all right, all right. Oeo was o- 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 fucking good. Come on, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have Oeo.
0: Right, OEL I'm talking though, I'm talking though, right? I've got I've got a blank salary card. I can sign anybody I want, make me a team. Are you taking OEL in those six team or even seven? Yeah, but that's, I don't think I that's am. That's not
1: realistic, is it? Are you are you trying to yeah, tell that's me that's what I'm that? saying
0: though. I'm saying though, like I'm talking like, you know, you out of those seventeen players signed for eighty million dollars, there is not one. There should be at least one player in every team you'd be like, Oh, I'd have that guy. Like, I'd have that guy. He's fucking awesome.
1: Well he's he's not He's not signed for next year, he's an RFA, but you can't tell me that Ilya Lubushkin isn't going to be fucking somewhere on your team sheet.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe you're right.
1: What maybe about right. Uh, what about Carl Soderberg?
0: Like I said... Oh, I said old
1: nobody. one-eye Carl. <laughs> Carly one-eye.
0: Like $80 million, and there's not one player on that team that I would look at and go, oh God, if I could have that guy, that'd be fucking... That'd be mint that.
1: What I about a th- that. what about a 33-year-old Phil Kessel? <laughs> Who, who has been given permission to not care about hockey anymore <laughs> after being traded to the desert?
0: I love Phil. I do love Phil, but Jesus, mate.
1: If if I'm a former very good player, not to say that Phil is former, but you know, if if I've been if I'm a fucking Stanley Cup champion, like it, to, to the Coyotes in my thirties, it's fucking over, mate. If you expect me to give a fucking shit ever again, for you, I'll for
0: you, mate. No, I agree. I, I, agree. W- I wouldn't blame I Phil. Mean, that is a bad situation. That is a bad situation.
1: I mean, you'd probably set a Kiritis roster over the Sharks roster though, wouldn't you?
0: I knew you were going to mention the Sharks. Yeah, well. but you,
1: how, how can you not when you're talking about a bad situation? I know, I agree. Cat-wise and player-wise. I agree. That said... Agree. There... That's
0: like saying, would you rather get shot in the arm or shot in the leg? I'll be honest with you, neither is really good, is it? One's a bit better, but I'd rather neither, to be honest. I'd rather that... take no roster. Then like have to pick this Coyotes or the Sharks.
1: There are probably there are play, there are players on the Sharks that I'd take if I had a blank slate. Yeah.
0: Yeah you're probably right.
1: Like if if you're talking about having to you know just just like a one hit wonder rather than sort of looking at build a you know, not a fantasy draft thing just like pick a team and try and win the win the cup.
0: Yeah. Like one year, no no restrictions, no nothing. Just pick a team and we'll send it to you kind of thing. Yeah I agree. I agree with that but Poor Coyotes
1: but I wonder if I wonder, I do wonder if like you, you hit on the fact that they used quitter a lot of the time. That is how a lot of teams are gonna view John Shaker. Like is he actually gonna get another chance?
0: He's oh, fucking hockey, isn't it? He's in the boys club now, of course he fucking will.
1: Yeah but he's he's like counterculture boy now, isn't he?
0: He quit. Well oh, fair point. He quit and he's a numbers guy, so <laughs> but he's not he's not he's not a fucking numbers guy.
1: He's not a fucking numbers guy. <laughs> I'm I'm not the person to make that fucking argument, but he's not a fucking numbers guy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's it for him. Just just out of pure like spite.
0: <laughs> I'm never taking a job with NHL again. Why? Spite?
1: Oh no, I mean uh, I meant the other way around. But yeah, I'd like to see. I'd, if this is not just John Shaker saying I'm done with the Coyotes and it's him saying I like, know oh, I'm done with this league. This league's fucking. This league's a joke. he goes to be like a, a GM in? Basically baseball or whatever.
0: I was going to say, I hope, he, yeah, I hope he ends up rocking up in baseball or basketball in some way. That would be quite funny.
1: So I put him over to footy, like, uh,
0: like Ralph Kroger. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Get him in there. The word quit. Oh, my God. How dare they? What? I go, it's the word quit. <gasps> quit. I mean, things. that is what he did. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I quit. Like, so... <laughs> that's, the, that's what you say when you quit. You say, I quit. And then you walk out. That's one of the joyous things that you what? can get to do sometimes. What a fucking
1: cool guy. Not to repeat myself, but like that's that's fucking cool. Even you know, even if you're in a good position. Yeah, you're making the playoffs for the first time
0: ever. You yeah, like, no, I thought it's enough. And you just know, you just know as well, the absolute fucking pants shittery of mind blowing like what the fuck is going on of some of those fucking suits in Arizona. When they were like, he's quit when, but b- b- the playoffs, <laughs> and just the that kind of <laughs> blustered, Oh my god, he's, he's quit before the playoffs. Oh my god, and just like the brain just can't wrap their head around the fact that this guy's just gone. Yeah, you know what that'll do. Cheers, bro. See you later.
1: <laughs> See you later. I
0: love it. Love it,
1: John. If you're listening, and you want to get a coffee or a beer or whatever, fucking hit me up on Twitter.
0: Mate. If you needed John Shaker, listen. If you're listening, if you need a job. I have got an interesting story about a guy who may or may not be having sex with a bedroom appliance of some kind. <laughs> Can you go and investigate?
1: John, John Jacob Private Eye.
0: Oh, see, that's another really good idea, John Jacob's Private Eye Company. Oh. Nah,
1: now, to, to be fair, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hire him for that because I reckon he'd be right on the edge of exposing this whole fucking mana soft furnishing fornication ring
0: is <laughs> soft furnishing,
1: and then just be like, ah, "I've I've lost the love for it. I'm not."
0: Probably, the problem with Shaker's private eye agency is that he'd get really close to find out who murdered your sister, and then being like, "I can't. I'm yeah. just not bothered. I uh, give up. I can't. Whatever. I've
1: have done all I want to do. I've,
0: yeah. I'm just not. I've made enough money. I, I kind of wanted to do this for a bit. I, I, I give up. Sorry. I can't. I can't find her killer. Sorry. <laughs> He's unreliable. That's the problem. Very unreliable. All right, fucking hell, let's get on with this, Jesus Christ. We we do. Peek behind the curtain, folks, we've been recording for an hour and 46 minutes already. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Right, the playoffs are around the corner, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: self-respecting...
0: Sorry. what self-respecting hockey podcast would leave without doing some fucking predictions to prove that nobody knows fucking anything? Because nobody does, so shut up.
1: It's that time of year again.
0: I wanted to get a kind of a varying opinion from predictions instead of just me and Will blathering on about what's going on. So we've got my predictions, Will's predictions, and then I had my wife, who knows nothing about hockey, and my daughter, who knows actually a teeny bit more about hockey than my wife, make some predictions for the uh, for the whole of the playoffs. And I used a coin as well to make the playoffs, the coin returns. And Will got the PS4 to also run a playoff simulation. And I also did playing rounds and all kinds of shit. And it's all on Twitter and I've got it all written down. Yes, it looks like absolute madness on Twitter, but if I explained it, it would make sense. I'm not gonna go through the whole thing, obviously. Nothing you're to explain. But you were you were quite happy to reveal your PS4 simulation to me. Oh uh,
1: gladly. We see it? so the PS4's predicting against real life.
0: Yeah, like how, how did the PS4 compare to? Uh, okay,
1: I see. 0. I wasn't sure whether you were trying to predict against the PS4. No. Okay. Okay. So we got some, we got some fucking interesting ones here. Do you want the the game results as well? Like how many games it happened?
0: No, don't don't give me the whole thing. I mean, right. even even just any series, it's interesting. So if it turns out that the you know the favourites beat the outsiders, don't, you don't have to say that. It doesn't. You know, anything that just kind of popped out to you that seemed a bit interesting.
1: Alright, well, in in the Western Conference, (laughs) every single lower seed has gone through. (laughs) No way! So the Hawks, the Coyotes, the Wild, and the Jets are going through to the playoffs proper, rather than the Oilers, Preds, Canucks or Flames, which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, Then in the Eastern Conference, we've got uh, the Canadians, the Rangers, the Islanders and the Blue Jackets going through which is just fucking beautiful do you want to know do you want to know who wins it yeah go
0: on i'll, I'll, I'll have
1: i'll have all it's it's, it's all it's all on my playstation but i'm not on my playstation for enough. the winner the standing cup final is between the arizona coyotes and your boston bruins no way and the bruins win the cup allegedly so i mean i <clears throat> i don't believe it personally I don't think that's how it's gonna. I don't think the Cowboys are gonna make the Cup, especially without their their sort of you know strong world leader, <laughs> John Jacob at the hell.
0: The talismanic GF. <laughs>
1: Talismanic. That's the word I'm fucking looking for. But that's what the PlayStation. That's interesting
0: because, okay, so here's what I did with my wife and my daughter. I didn't even give them the teams. I just I just had. So for example, the first uh, one of the games. My wife predicted was lightning panthers. That's how because I got them to do the play, the playing rounds as well yeah. to see where the seeding was. So I would just say right B versus L, which was Broom versus Lightning. Then I would say F versus C, Fly versus caps, and you know go through them all like that. And it it came out that the lightning will play in the panthers. So I would just then go, right, L-O-P, she'd go P, I'd go L-O-P, she'd pick L, and that was it. For the whole, for everything, for every single round I did that. Just off of And my wife, just letters, just letters, and my wife ended up predicting that the Bruins would win the cup. (laughs) It's just fucking hilarious. And there's some sort of, inherent bias. The the Minnesota Wild, so my wife predicted a Bruins versus Wild final.
1: Oh my God, (laughs) I'd rather die.
0: My daughter had a Penguins versus Golden Knights final.
1: Oh, that's with, that's more fun.
0: With the with the Golden Knights taking it, which would have been good. That would that'll be really fun. And the coin was in the coin was interesting, as it had also had the Golden Knights, but it had the Rangers winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> in a bit of a shock.
1: I mean, I won't go that far, but I reckon there's going to be something messed up
0: that happens. Do you want to something else as well? What was super interesting. In every, in all, in these three that I did with my wife, my daughter, and the coin, the Leafs lost in the first round every time.
1: That is funny, isn't it? And I,
0: Which is mad. I, that is mad. I
1: wouldn't be surprised if, if Marner and his pillow were going home early. Well, he'd
0: be, he'd be made up with that, though, wouldn't he? If... Go on then. Let's quickly throw oh. our ideas for the, uh, for at least the first round. I'm not doing the playing games, I'm not too fussed, but. The first, um, the, uh, sorry, not the, um, I'm not bothered about the seeding games, but the playing rounds. What if you uh, what if you got? Pens, Canadians, what do you feel for this one?
1: Penguins. I've got no faith yeah, in, in the red and blue. No faith whatsoever.
0: Even though they've got the, the greatest goalie ever. It's going to be tough, isn't
1: it? Greatest goalie ever. Best first line without any first as ever. Like, <laughs> fucking get out of here with your fucking paper tiger organisation. Not interested whatsoever. Yeah, i
0: got... I'll go Penguins.
1: Hurricanes, Rangers. It's got to be the Hurricanes. I can't. I can't. They're so good. They're so good. I can't can't vote against them. I don't care if you've got the MVP and Mikas Abanajad with his fucking 75-foot-long hair. Nah. It's got to be the the Hurricanes. You'll go Rangers. You'll silence the same Rangers. Yeah?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll take the Rangers. Only because... uh... I just I want to see this is more this is more a desire, and I want to see Panarin just fucking tear some tear a team up to pieces, and it might and, you know why not the Hurricanes first out. I, I could see. I'll take I'll, yeah, I'll take the Rangers.
1: I'll, I'll give uh, you that.
0: Islanders Panthers.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I probably would have picked the Panthers if you'd asked yeah, me so would I. yesterday no, at midday, but uh,
0: yeah,
1: I'm gonna go to Islanders and two. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna go Islanders in one. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's gonna, such a bad one that they just stop it. They're, they're
1: gonna win 15 TKO. nil. And it's like all right, all right. Let's not waste each other's time here.
0: And for me, for me, the absolute pick of this of this uh, of the playing round on the Eastern side, obviously Leafs Blue Jackets. Fuck me, like
1: I'm buzzing for that oh series. Oh god, not that I'm particularly interested in the hockey being played, just the results. Like fucking give me uh, fucking notification as soon as those games finish. I've got to know. But I've got Leafs. I've got Leafs.
0: Yeah, I'm taking the Leafs. I can't. Do you know why? Go I'm on. taking the Leafs because I think last season has really hurt. I think last season and this season has really hurt the Blue Jackets' chances here because there is not a chance. There is not a chance the Maple Leafs are going to go into that now thinking, yeah, we'll beat these, like the Lightning did last year. That was what totally undid the Lightning last year because yeah. they fucking lost their heads halfway through the fucking second game when Kucherov decided to knee that guy in the fucking head when he was <clears> kneeling <throat> down. Which was like you fucking lost the plot, like already.
1: Oh my god, this fucking sport!
0: And the, the leaves are just not. The leaves are just not going to be that. I just can't believe for one second the leaves are going to be that stupid.
1: They they're going to be going. They're going to be coming at the Blue Jackets harder, harder, than, harder than Mitch Marner on that fucking pillow.
0: <laughs>
1: thank you, thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much. Thank oh you. My but that's God. that's going to be the most exciting. That's going to be the most yeah, exciting that, that's, game for me, the series for me for sure.
1: That is going to be yeah. it. That's the one to watch.
0: And you just wonder, how, like, the Blue Jackets have been so depleted as well all season. They've still been amazing and got in. Is it going to be a case now where all their best players are back? They're going to be in even more of a wagon? I mean, are they just going to be now, like, oh my God, this is actually the real Blue Jackets and they're fucking awesome?
1: Uh, no. I don't think so. No.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think
1: so. Because, I yeah, reckon, sure. but I'll take the lead. I reckon those goalies are going to turn back into pumpkins.
0: At least you've got two. That <laughs> at least that you've got a chance of a, a, the, the goalie thing's interesting, isn't it? Because normally, if a goalie has two bad games, you're like, right, well, we can at least turn it around in the next game with our backup goalie. But is it a case of now, like, if your goalie has one bad game, that's it? Because you can't really wait two games, can you? There's only three, you've only got to win three to get in.
1: Right. I think that's interesting when you combine in the fact that this is a team that had a goalie that had a bad period slash game in the first game. Do you know what I mean? Like they yeah, have That's true. That last true. year, Like they have precedent to say, oh, we better stick with a goalie even if he's playing badly because it worked out last time. But at the same that's time, you've got two goalies that were hot when the season ended. So you're probably going to find a goalie that can at least... Play all right, maybe.
0: All right, let's move over to the West. Uh, Oilers, Blackhawks?
1: Uh, I've gone for the Chicago hockey team because...
0: Oh, I've also <laughs> gone for the Chicago hockey team.
1: Because we hate the Oilers. Because you can't... I, I don't think, as a as a brand, we're allowed to pick the Oilers to win anything.
0: Do you know what? This Genuinely, genuinely, this season, I have no issue with any team winning it. Normally, obviously, I want the Bruins to win it, I mean, maybe not now this season. Oh,
1: ever again. Normally,
0: I don't have an issue. But but there'd normally be a team that I wouldn't want to win it. That would just think, oh God, they're just annoying me. I don't want them to win it. And this season, I just genuinely don't have an opinion about teams not winning it. But, like, hockey law says the Oilers can't win it. Hockey law says the Oilers still have to be punished. <laughs> they I haven't, just think that's what's going to happen.
1: They haven't served their 100-year penance. For...
0: Yeah. For, for having the goal to have Wayne Gretzky on their team. God, this Western side, I mean, Christ. I mean, could I care about these any of these three games less? Jesus. Um, Predators, Coyotes.
1: Predators. Predators. With,
0: with uh, I'll go the Coyotes because this is the kind of thing where a team has zero chance of doing anything and then because of something that happens before it, unrelated to hockey, they for some reason go on some kind of run. So I'll take the Coyotes. I,
1: I would love the Coyotes to win the whole thing. I want I want the PlayStation to be right more than anything. Yeah. The Preds are just so like, yeah, almost like a machine. Like they're not very interesting, but like, I can't not see the Preds just dispatching the Coyotes in four or whatever. Do
0: you know what? I'm going to go further. I'm going to go further in on the Coyotes. I think this is the season the Preds get found out for I, being just a distinctly average team. I fucking hope so. really matters for, for being yeah. the Wild in yellow, <laughs> the Yellow Wild. Speaking of the Wild. Canucks wild.
1: Oh, Canucks!
0: Jesus Christ! Yeah, I gotta go the Canucks, please. Jesus. Fuck me.
1: Like if if the Canucks, if Elias Pettersson, Quinn Hughes, and the Canucks get beaten by fucking Miko Koivu and Ryan Suter of the Wild, like there is no justice
0: in the world. It's true. You don't deserve your spot in the playoffs if you can't beat the if you can't beat the Wild.
1: As a as Fame Academy legend Lamar once famously said. <laughs> If, if there's any justice in the world, the Canucks beat the Wild.
0: Fucking Lamar. Oh my God, what a fucking reference don't, that is. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I fucking won't.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Lamar. And
0: lastly, and lastly, a little bit of intrigue. At least it's two Canadian teams playing each other. That might make something exciting happen, but who knows? Flames versus Jets.
1: You know who it's going to be. You know it's going to be got to be the Jets it's the Jets it's the fucking Jets mate got to be the Jets we're we're all obsessed over oh Carey Price is going to win the fucking Stanley Cup for the Canadians now, mate Connor Hellebuck is going to spitefully drag the Winnipeg Jets beyond the Stanley Cup final they're going to win the Cup and he's going to be like right who are we going to fucking mash up next Real Madrid bring it on bruv (laughs) fucking Harlem Globetrotters bring it on
0: or I hope it's not that thing Connor Hellebuck yeah, he's great in the he's great in the regular season, but postseason, Oof, I'm not sure, mate. I hope it's not. He fucking deserves something out of this postseason. Let me tell you, Jesus, he's been so good, like offensively good.
1: They, they, he's gonna be good rather than all world, and they're not gonna get past the playing round, and that's gonna be on his fucking gravestone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just going to say the playoffs, like, in quotation marks, was only really good.
1: <laughs> it's not, it's like, not, you know, hashtag
0: levels. It's
1: like, uh, oh, did you see Craig Customs put out, uh, like, Anonymous coaches poll thing today? No, I didn't see it. Right, so he put out this Anonymous coaches poll thing today. I haven't read it, but the quote that he had attached to it was, like... <laughs> An anonymous quote from from an NHL coach Employed by the NHL The world famous Saying yes Conor McDavid is the better Hockey player But but Sidney Crosby's The better winner So so until then Sid will be the better player Oh my god This This is is a fucking Absolute fucking jokes Uh, Yeah so The Jets are going to have to I hope they win, otherwise, that's the end of, of Conor Hallibrook's career, I think.
0: That's it, yeah. <laughs> i going to be bought
1: you know, Can you be like eligible for the Conn Smythe in the playoff round? In the playing round?
0: <laughs> no, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> Conor Hallibrook puts, puts up a 9.85 safe percentage, and the Jets still lose. And <laughs> <laughs> losing, <laughs> losing five, and he gets the fucking Conn Smythe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're gonna no, they're gonna lose in three, but every game's gonna be one nil, and he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna face like forty eight shots a game,
1: 48 shots a <laughs> forty eight shots.
0: Period. Forty eight shots. Yeah, and they're gonna it's gonna be his fault. it out, right. As we push, as we push over two hours five minutes oh, yeah. on the timer. This let's is fucking get Out of here. Oh my god. Any, any last words, Will?
1: What uh, is is my life gonna end? <laughs> that sounded more threatening than other weeks. sorry blindfolded up I've got a Marlboro Red hanging out of my mouth Uh, no no I don't Um, yeah don't don't give the NHL any of your money
0: yeah find some legal streams and enjoy it that way take care everyone we'll talk to you next week peace alright we're back behind the uh, behind the curtain little look we're going to add an addendum the first ever addendum in 2Bits1Puck because normally we shut this off and get out of here as quickly as possible
1: quarter to 11 on a Thursday night (laughs)
0: <laughs> the uh, the Colorado Avalanche Oh Will What a team What a team With the classic The classic message Reposting the actual interview With Nazem Kadri Talking about injustice and racism With the I don't Yeah it's it's the classic message We need to do better We're going to do better Fuck Opp- off
1: Opportunity miss Fuck mate you Opportunity miss
0: Fuck you,
1: what? What do you mean? We need to do better. You, you need to do better than providing misinformation to your fans, than fucking avoiding the 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 issue completely. Get to fuck.
0: And then first reply. Shout out to Ryan Lambert. My the absolute favorite part for me of uh, PUBG. Uh, I fucking I love Ryan Lambert so much. Who replies with? Uh, so obviously we need to do better. We're going to do better. And then Ryan says but only after people tweet at you saying not tweet out the part where someone says you need to do better, right? How about you just post the original clip? Is it, How well, about you just do that?
1: If you're going to try and gaslight people, at least fucking commit to the bit. Don't, don't renege actually, on it right, half a day later and say, oh, right, right, actually, oops, <laughs> silly me. I'll, I'll try and be better. No, ain't, it's not fucking hard, people. Come on.
0: And it's not good enough. It's not good enough. It's n- I,
1: d- I, just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Why? Why does it keep happening? I, d- I honestly don't know what to say about like this because this is, this is fucking mental. This is fucking mental. This this is I, all... I have no idea what to say. Either. I it's... couldn't,
0: but we couldn't just we couldn't just leave in there what we said and then not no. when they put this out and then fucking like we see it as soon as the show finishes, we jump on Twitter and it's there, and we couldn't then not talk about it. So I we, we had to come back on.
1: We've got to insert some added disbelief right at the end.
0: <laughs> right, dude, this is... I need I need more audio of me shaking my head and throwing my hands <laughs> up in the air, going what, 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 like that. We need more of that on the show.
1: We we should start wearing. Like noddy hats, so that the, the disbelief is more audible. Yeah, it's I, on, this is God. unprecedented. Like, uh, I, I mean, the social media for sports coverage has been fantastic. You know, to be able to go on and and get like McKenzie or Friedman's reaction or like the information the second it happens is is incredible. But I've 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 never seen this before.
0: I've just sent <laughs> a reply to them from our from our Twitter account anyway.
1: That's good. We we've got waited. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah. We need to do better, we're going to do better. I've just replied with No you won't.
1: not <laughs> because they won't. It's all Yeah, they
0: won't. No you won't. That, that sentence don't lie in my face.
1: That fucking sentence itself is, is nonsense at this point. Does doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean... I, didn't, I thought the Boston Brewers were needed to do better and we're gonna do better. I don't think they did. I don't think they did.
0: No. everyone's gonna do better, Will. we've all got to do better.
1: This is the sort of thing that you put out with a picture of your one of your games from fucking November last year, where you've got a blue Lions matter flag, thin blue lion flag for your fucking opening puck yep. job. <clears throat> Pittsburgh yep. penguins. Not something that happened fucking twelve hours ago. Again, as the theme of this episode has been, time's fucking up, bruv. You should have been doing better already. It's too fucking late. You've exposed you've exposed yourselves as Liars and manipulators, and against the agenda of the people. So no, doing better is not just correcting your deliberate misleading of your fan base. Doing better is a not doing that again because that's the bare fucking minimum which the NHL is like incapable of meeting. do a better than the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche. Is to be to now be the first NHL team to openly acknowledge the BLM movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. That's a fucking step. Again, that should be the bare minimum. But with the bars that we've set with the other teams around the league, do that, and I'll think, all right, that's good. that's doing better than you were. But until then, you're you're at the bottom of the fucking rung. You're at the bottom of the fucking ladder. Have a lunch.
0: Yeah.
1: How can uh, a sports franchise wear two hats Step.
0: I've oh, no idea mate two no hats idea. two hats
1: mate I don't know how they do it they're just wearing two hats yeah,
0: not possible alright it's even later now than it was when we finished obviously yeah. there's, your fucking, so,
1: there's your last words for the week people
0: <laughs> for the second time take care everyone we'll talk to you later
1: I, not for another week I hope peace yeah